0: Let us hear the record of God's saving deeds in history, how he saved his people in ages past, and let us pray that our God will bring each of us to the fullness of redemption. You may be seated.
1: In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, "'Let there be light.'" Plants yielding seed, and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seeds in it. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seeds of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the third day. And God said, Let there be lights in the dome of the sky to separate the day from the night. God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things, and wild animals of the earth of every kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind, and the cattle of every kind, and everything that creeps upon the ground of every kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them And to every beast of the earth, and every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food, and it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that he had done and he rested on the seventh day from all the work that he had done. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it, because on it God rested from all the work that he had done in creation. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created.
0: Let us pray. O God, who wonderfully created and yet more wonderfully restored the dignity of human nature, grant that we may share the divine life of him who humbled himself to share our humanity, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated.
2: A reading from the book of Genesis. The Lord said to Noah, Go into the ark, you and all your household, for I have seen that you alone are righteous before me in this generation. Take with you seven pairs of all clean animals, a male and its mate, a pair of the animals that are not clean, a male and its mate, and seven pairs of the birds of the air also, male and female, to keep their kind alive on the face of all the earth. For in seven days I will send rain on the earth for forty days and forty nights, and every living thing that I have made I will blot out from the face of the ground. And Noah did all that the Lord had commanded him. In the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, on the 17th day of the month, on that day all the fountains of the great deep burst forth, and the windows of the heavens were opened. The rain fell on the earth forty days and forty nights. On, that, on the very same day Noah and his sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, And Noah's wife and the three wives of his sons entered the ark, they and every wild animal of every kind, and all domestic animals of every kind, and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth, and every bird of every kind, every bird, every winged creature. They went into the ark with Noah, two and two of all flesh in which there was breath of life. And those that entered, male and female, of all flesh, went in as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. The flood continued forty days on the earth, and the waters increased and bore up the ark, and it rose high above the earth. The waters swelled and increased greatly on the earth, and the ark floated on the face of the waters. At the end of forty days, Noah opened the window of the ark that he had made, And sent out the raven, and it went to and fro until the waters were dried up from the earth. Then he sent out a dove from him to see if the waters had subsided from the face of the ground. But the dove found no place to set its foot, and it returned to him to the ark, for the waters were still on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took it and brought it into the ark with him. He waited another 7 days and again he sent out the dove from the ark and the dove came back to him in the evening and there in its beak was a freshly plucked olive leaf so noah knew that the waters had subsided from the face of the earth then he waited another 7 days and sent out the dove and it did not return to him any more in the 601st year in the first month the first day of the month The waters were dried up from the earth, and Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked and saw that the face of the ground was drying. In the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, "'Go out of the ark, you and your wife and your sons and your sons' wives with you. "'Bring out with you every living thing that is with you of all flesh.'" birds and animals and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out with his sons and his wife and his wife's, his son's wives. Then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you and with every living creature that is with you the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off from the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth.
0: Let us pray. Almighty God, you have placed in the skies the sign of your covenant with all living things. Grant that we who are saved through water and the Spirit may worthily offer to you our sacrifice of thanksgiving through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated. As
3: Pharaoh drew near, the Israelites looked back, and there there were Egyptians advancing on them. In great fear, the Israelites cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, Was it because there were no graves in Egypt that you have taken us away to die in the wilderness? What have you done to us, bringing us out of Egypt? Is this not the very thing we told you in Egypt? Let us alone, and let us serve the Egyptians." Or it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than die in the wilderness. But Moses said to the people, do not be afraid, stand firm and see the deliverance that the Lord will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall never see again. The Lord will fight for you and you have only to keep still. Then the Lord said to Moses, why do they cry out to me? Tell the Israelites to go forward, but you lift up your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it, that the Israelites may go into the sea on dry ground. Then I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians so that they will go in after them. And so I will gain glory for myself over Pharaoh and all his army, his chariots and his chariot drivers." And the Egyptians shall know I am the Lord when I have gained glory for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his chariot drivers. The angel of God, who was going before the Israelite army, moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud moved from in front of them and took its place behind them. It came between the army of Egypt and the army of Israel. So that... And so the cloud was there with the darkness and it lit up the night one lit up the night one did not come near the other all night then moses stretched out his hand over the sea the lord drove the sea back with a strong strong east wind all night and turned the sea into dry land and water and the waters were divided The Israelites were into the sea on dry ground, the waters forming a wall for them on their right and on their left. The Egyptians pursued and went into the sea after them, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots, and chariot drivers. At the morning watch, the Lord in the pillar of fire and cloud looked down upon the Egyptian army and threw the Egyptian army into panic. He clogged their chariot wheels So that they turned with difficulty The Egyptians said Let us flee from the Israelites For the Lord is fighting For them against Egypt Then the Lord said to Moses Stretch your hand over the sea So that the water may come back Upon the Egyptians Upon their chariots And chariot drivers So Moses stretched out his hand Over the sea and at dawn, the sea returned to its normal depth. As the Egyptians fled before it, the Lord tossed the Egyptians into the sea. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the chariot drivers. The entire, the entire army of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea, not one of them remained. But the Israelites walked on dry ground. Through the sea, the waters forming a wall for them on their right and on their left thus the lord saved israel that day from the egyptians and israel saw the saw the egyptians dead on the seashore israel saw the great work that the lord did against the egyptians so the people feared the lord and believed in the lord and his servant moses then the prophet miriam aaron's sister took up took a tambourine in her hand And all the women went out after her, with tambourines and with and with dancing, and Miriam sang for them, Sing to the Lord for he has triumphed gloriously. Horse and rider he has thrown into the sea The word of the Lord
0: Let us pray. O God whose wonderful deeds of old shine forth even to our day. You once delivered by the power of your mighty arm, your chosen people from slavery under Pharaoh, to be a sign for us of the salvation of all nations by the water of baptism, grant that all the peoples of the earth may be numbered among the offspring of Abraham and rejoice in the inheritance of Israel through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. You may be seated.
4: Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you that have no money, come buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. I will make with you an everlasting covenant, my steadfast, sure love for David. See, I made him a witness to the peoples, a leader and commander for the peoples. See, you shall call nations that you do not know, and nations that do not know you shall run to you. Because of the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for he has glorified you. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their way and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them return to the Lord that he may have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways. And my thoughts, than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return there until they have watered the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, giving seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes out from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I propose, and succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Word of the
0: Lord. Let us pray. O God, you have created all things by the power of your word, and you renew the earth by your spirit. Give now the water of life to those who thirst for you, that they may bring forth abundant fruit in your glorious kingdom. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated.
5: A reading from the book of Ezekiel. The hand of the Lord came upon me, and he brought me out of the Spirit of the Lord and set me down in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. He led me all around them. There were very many lying in the valley, and they were very dry. He said to me, Mortal, can these bones live? I answered, O oh, Lord God, you know. Then he said to me, Prophecy to these bones and say to them, O oh, dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I will cause breath to enter you, and you shall live. I will lay sinews on you, and will cause flesh to come upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and you shall live, and you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I had been commanded, and as I prophesied, suddenly there was a noise, a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to its bone. I looked, and there were sinews on them, and flesh had come upon them, and skin had covered them, but there was no breath in them. Then he said to me, Prophecy to the breath, prophecy mortal, and say to the breath, thus saith the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain, that they may live. I prophesied as he has commanded me, and the breath came up into them, and they lived, and stood on their feet a vast multitude." And bring you up from your graves. O my people, I will put my spirit within you, and you shall live, and I will place you on your own soil. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken and will act, says the Lord. The word of the Lord.
0: Let us pray. Almighty God, by the Passover of your Son, you have brought us out of sin into righteousness and out of death into life. Grant to those who are sealed by your Holy Spirit the will and the power to proclaim you to all the world through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. You may be seated for just a moment. Let us pray. Almighty God, who for our redemption gave your only begotten Son to the death of the cross, and by his glorious resurrection delivered us from the power of our enemy, grant us so to die daily to sin that we may evermore live with him in the joy of his resurrection, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. You may be seated. On the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared, They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they did not find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, but the men said to them, "'Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and be crucified and on the third day rise again.' Then they remembered his words, and returning from the tomb, they told all this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Lena knew that there were big things going on, and she was excited. We call this service the Great Vigil of Easter. Great, I suppose, as opposed to small. It means that we sit here for a long time. All of Lent, really, has been a vigil, a waiting for Easter. Vigil means keeping watch, looking for something coming. It means waiting in prayer and keeping our attention focused. In the scroll this month, I described keeping vigil with one of the missioners in Louis when we were there. She had Giardia, a parasite that causes all kinds of intestinal distress. It also causes a person to feel anxious and depressed. The missioner was really sick. She was imagining in her mind having to call in the rescue flight to get her out for medical treatment. And instead, the two parish nurses who were with us took matters into hand and figured out how to reach the doctor on the phone back here in the States and ask what medicines could be administered. Once we knew that giving the medicines would be okay, there was still a long, difficult night to get through. Deb asked the one who was sick, if she would like us to pray with her. And she kind of teared up and said yes, and so the bishop took the lead and we laid hands on her and prayed for healing. And then I, who myself had once sat through a long night in Louis, asked her if she would like us to sit with her either in her room or just outside. And she said yes, that would be great for us to sit outside the door. So we lit a candle And someone sat outside the door, each of us taking a turn for an hour so that she would know that we were there. By morning, the medicine was beginning to work a little bit and she felt incrementally better, not good, but better. And so tonight, we have sat with our candles through an hour at the end of a long Lent waiting to celebrate the resurrection. That vigil in Louis was anxious, worrying about our friend's help. This vigil is joyous because we have anticipated Christ's resurrection. But it was not so for his first followers. On that Sabbath, they stayed home as required and prepared spices to embalm Jesus. And then at first light came to the tomb. When we asked the missioner if she wanted us to pray with her, she said yes. And when we came home, she described her emotions at that moment. She said, I never believed much in the laying on of hands, but on that night it made a difference. It connected me to all of those Christians throughout the ages who have prayed for the health of another. It connected me to all of those Christians throughout the world. Sitting here in the dark, listening to Lena fuss a little bit, We have been connected to Christians throughout time who have done this very thing on this very night, baptizing new Christians. That vigil was in anxiety, this vigil in joy. The women came at first light to the tomb expecting to find the body, expecting to embalm it. And instead, angels, two men in dazzling clothes, who asked them, why are you seeking the living among the dead? And so they run back and tell the disciples who think it is an idle tale. Like our friend who didn't think the medicine would work, they couldn't believe what they were being told. This can't possibly all work out. They had witnessed his death, and not just any death, but the most brutal death that the Roman Empire could meet out. And now, here are these men with reports of living, we often ourselves face difficult circumstances. Our friend and Louis thought she would never be well. We in this congregation have walked through hard times together. We have sat vigil through grief and sadness. Each of us in our own lives will face despair of one form or another. And here are these women with reports of angels. I love Luke's account of the resurrection. He's the consummate storyteller. Mark, in his account, has the women go to the tomb, and there's just one man in linen. In Luke, it's two in sparkling clothes, two angels. In the temple, in the Holy of Holies, over the mercy seat, sat two angels of beaten gold. And in the middle, a vacancy where God was. And so the women come into the tomb and an emptiness with an angel on either side. This is the mercy seat where the the high priest went only once a year, but the women have come in boldly. Easter gives us the assurance that we can enter God's presence at any time. We don't have to wait for the atonement. We don't have to wait for the blood to be sprinkled on the mercy seat and on us. We've been sprinkled now with Jesus' blood. We enter the Holy of Holies every time we come to church. Just a few moments ago, we poured water on poor Lena. Paul tells us that she was baptized into Christ's death. See, she knew big things were going on. As have we all. Through baptism and the sprinkling with Jesus' blood, we have entered the body of Christ. The prayer book tells us baptism is full initiation into Christ's body. And if initiation into his death, then also initiation into his resurrection. Lena, through her baptism, has entered with us into the Holy of Holies. Never again will she have to walk through any tragedy or disappointment in her life alone. Never again will she be separated from God. We come to this altar tonight to celebrate our Passover from death to life. We sit here and hear the whole story of our redemption to remind ourselves that we each in our baptism have lived through the whole story. Each of us was created in the watery womb. Each of us has known and will know slavery of one kind or another. Each of us has been liberated through the water of the Red Sea. And each of us will eventually know death, but be raised into new life in baptism. We take the whole human condition with us into the Holy of Holies each time we approach this altar. Each of us is resurrected with Christ into the presence of God. That cannot be changed for Lena or for any of us. It is always such an honor to give birth to a new Christian at this service, to see her brought to birth through the story of our redemption. We welcome her into the Holy of Holies and in the presence of God. Join us, we say to her in the high priesthood of Christ, as we bring the concerns of the world to this table and rejoice in the never-ending presence of God and in the eternal life of Christ. Amen.